This is Unscripted, a podcast by St. Aldate's Church. Listen along as Simon Ponsonby encourages us to dig into Scripture in the midst of our everyday lives. So take a moment to recenter your attention and welcome the presence of God as we listen to these ancient words. Hello, Saints. Welcome back to Unscripted. And we're continuing our journey through Ephesians. We're in chapter 3 and we're at verse 7. And here we see some familiar themes that we've seen in chapters 1 and 2. And that's the feature of Paul's writing here. He often spirals back and picks up again thoughts and themes that he's laid down before. And uh, it's not that this is merely rhetorical. He's not simply forgotten what he's already said. It's not just empty repetition. I think it's wonder. These are the things, these are the themes that move him. And he's never got over the wonder of it all. Uh, who he is and who Christ is and what Christ has done for him and what Christ has called him to. He's never got over the wonder of it all. And he's celebrating. It's as if these are theological thoughts in song. It's like worship on the page as he writes. And these are the notes. These are the melodies. This is the rhythm. And this is the content. So as we read through this and reflect upon it, yeah, we've been here before. We've been here before in the last few weeks or months. But Paul never tires of these beautiful themes that frame his life, that reveal something of the wonder of God and the wonder that he has experienced. He begins verse 7, I became a servant of this gospel by the gift of God's grace. The servant, the doulos, the slave to the gospel, willingly, volitionally, he has said yes to the call of God in his life. You know, in the Old Testament, there were... um slaves or servants, tertiary slaves amongst the Hebrews. But if after seven years they loved their master and didn't want to be let go because you could only be in tertiary slavery for seven years and then you were set free. But if you didn't want to be set free, you would go and you would have your ear pierced, a nail driven through it in the wood, and, the, and you would then wear a ring and you would be saying that I pledge myself to my master. No longer am I there because I'm paid to be there. I'm there because I want to be there. I want to serve my master whom I love. And Paul here says that he's a servant. He's a bond slave of Christ and the cause of Christ and the gospel. He's a servant to it, and he wouldn't have it any other way. Challenge for us today is whose servant are we? Who or what are we serving? What is our master? What determines and directs and controls, sets the trajectory for our life? Is it others? Is it work? Is it ambition? Is it need? Is it pride? What, what is it? 
for Paul, the all-determining factor, principle, control of his life was that he was serving the gospel and serving the God of the gospel, who is Jesus Christ. That's whose servant he was. And he lived to make this gospel known, to make Christ known, to make God known, and to bring people into a living relationship with him. Who do you serve? What do you serve? And why are you serving it? Paul is a servant of the gospel. And he says he's a servant of the gospel by the gift of God's grace. Can you see that? By the gift of God's grace given to me. It's as if the word gift giving there occurs three times. Gift, grace, of course, means gift, and then it's given. The gift of God's gift given to me. Three times in just that little clause, we have this play on words centered around grace and gift and giving. And Paul understood that he is graced by God, that this being a servant of the gospel is not an onerous task. It's not a burden, but it's a blessing. What a gift. What a grace to be called by God and entrusted with the mysteries of God and sent to communicate that to other. Gifted by the grace of God with this gift of serving the gospel. I don't know if some of you listening to me today are feeling weary in your service of God. You're feeling weary in what you do. Maybe you run a prayer group or a small group, or maybe you're involved in some sort of ministry or Christian charity of giving, and you're just weary. Maybe you help out in your church. Maybe you're a minister and you're listening and you're weary. I want you to reformat, reconsider the nature of what you're doing. It may at times seem and feel mundane. It may appear at times to be fruitless and thankless, but you are ultimately serving the gospel of God. And what a gift it is to be a servant of the gospel. If you're in church and on a Sunday and you're handing out leaflets, what are you doing? You're a servant of the gospel. That's the gift of God's grace. If you're behind the camera, or if you're making cups of tea, or if you're laying out the chairs, or if you're running children's church, or if you're saying hello to the visitor and welcoming them, or if you're up on the platform and you're preaching and teaching or leading, or if you're playing in the band, whatever it is that you are doing on Sunday, it is a gift of God's grace, gifted to you, and you are being a servant of this gospel, this glorious news. You're getting it out there. You're getting it across. You're playing your part. You're serving the most important thing in the universe, and lives will be changed by it. What a wonderful thing. I'm sat here at my desk with a great big microphone in front of my mouth, and I'm thanking God that I am 
privilege to be gifted by God's grace to be a servant of the gospel. Let's remember who we are, what we are, what we're called to do, and let's be grateful.